I have a friend here in Costa Rica. He's such a nice guy, married to a wonderful woman. I've known him for about 20 years now, and he has his own take on Costa Rica. He's had a couple problems, and I just wanted to share his story that was published in, uh, I believe it was Q Costa Rica, a few years ago. A little over a year ago, my wife and I escaped from Costa Rica for the second time. The first time was after a journey which I can only describe as being on the top of the mountain and then dying a fiery death. You see, we had retired to Costa Rica like many others shortly after 9-11 because for us it seemed that fate was sending us a message. And no, we knew nothing about Costa Rica and we loved it from the very beginning. We had no firm plans and our only goal was to enjoy our last great adventure. We knew nobody in the country. We spoke no Spanish and short of websites and a few books, our only knowledge was a short vacation in the Guanacaste region a few years before. Can anyone else identify with this? (laughs) Sure. Later I learned I had a lot of company and the people who orchestrated the public relations programs for Costa Rica did a heck of a job, didn't they? How could you not love a country with no standing army? That was one of the world's leaders in sustainability and paid homage to the exotic phrase of Pura Vida. We loved it, built our first home and somehow my wife and I managed to muddle through another adventure that most visitors never seemed to quite figure out. And then even Newsweek heard of us, and that is when it all started by accident. Two older Scandinavians from Minnesota entitled Running Away to Retire was the title of the article, and somehow we ended up in the real estate and development business. Even though we had come to Costa Rica to retire, we were working hard. We did some things right, and somehow a lot of others thought we had something that a lot of other expats wanted. And suddenly it was like winning the lottery every single day. We were doing things we never did before and others followed, purchased land and homes from us and a lot of people knew who we were even though we never really wanted this. We just wanted a peaceful life in Costa Rica. We had the opportunity to travel and explore the entire country and meet literally hundreds, probably thousands of locals and expats. It was literally a dream come true until it wasn't. One of our beach developments experienced a 100-year flood and it was literally wiped out. Then over the next two years, two more developments were slowly receiving death sentences from the local and national governments even though we had received verbal commitments and letters of commitments that all was fine. Now, in the meantime, we did have several successes as well, both inland and near the Central Pacific, so we never really thought that we would be totally blindsided by the regulatory bodies, both national and local. Please understand that we were not a large company. We employed perhaps 15 to 20 people at our peak and more indirectly. We were not taking a salary for any or any funds from the company for ourselves as we had our own retirement funds and had already built our house, so we had no bills. It all accumulated when our own attorney detained our escrow account, leaving us virtually penniless. And this is after several completed developments and construction and design of well over 100 homes and sales of over 200 properties. We were done 
We signed over our home and assets to our investors and returned to Minnesota, and the hell began. We ended up in a small town in northern Minnesota, living in the basement of my sister-in-law in the middle of winter. Depressed does not begin to describe it, but this is just the beginning of our Costa Rican adventures, because five years later we went back, despite everything that went wrong before, intending to explore the possibility of returning to the real estate game. We still had a loyal staff that absolutely believed in us, even though a decent amount of time had passed. We explored properties and we opened up the lines of communication once again to many of the people that we knew before, knowing that we did not have funds any longer to do a full-fledged startup like we had done in previous years. We explored the country again. And we knew in our hearts that we would be back in the game and in Costa Rica because even in spite of the negatives and the pain we went through, we still loved the country so much. So we made plans. And you know what happened next? COVID. The pandemic hit and we were trapped. We remained in Costa Rica for another six months. Our dreams of returning shattered again. Now, yep, we're back in Minnesota and it's 15 below zero as I write this. And we just had 18 inches of snow dropped on us. Do we miss Costa Rica? Of course we do. Even with all the crap and bad luck and yes, dishonesty, we miss the country every single day. And why am I writing this? First and foremost, because my friend Rico of Q Costa Rica asked us to. And secondly, I wanted to become, I wanted to because I had not written about Costa Rica for a long time. I authored close to 25 e-books which were published in the country, particularly locally because I had made friends with a lot of my readers on Facebook. What do I think of Costa Rica now? In light of my life now in the United States and my past life in Costa Rica, perhaps the good, the bad, and the ugly describes it best. The pandemic has been easily the worst experience of my life. Not only had it stopped another adventure, but it has turned my life totally upside down. I am 75 years old and living with my wife, who is 10 years younger, and subsisting on Social Security. We lost everything we had in Costa Rica. It was nobody's fault. We were lied to and cheated and swindled out of our money and our investors' money by the government, the municipalities, and several other arms of the government. One of the things I did for my potential clients and buyers while in the real estate game in Costa Rica was talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. I alerted my readers to the ugly side of the country. Far too many readers and potential expats read about Costa Rica and its beauty, sustainability, and lack of a standing army, just to name a few, so that people that moved to Costa Rica would not be blindsided by its flaws because every country in the world has them. So I made them front and center. I should have known better. I should have cut my losses. I could have done a lot more than I did, and candidly, we would still be living in Costa Rica. One of the things I was asked to do here in this writing is to compare the two countries given my, my experiences. Here goes. I am appalled when I see what is happening in America and many other countries in the world. I see shootings every single day, children smuggling guns into school and shooting their classmates. I see chaos and hatred almost everywhere I go here in the USA. This country is almost evenly divided between political parties and those who want to tear it down and start over and those who want to peacefully rebuild. 
no one, I mean no one, trust anybody any longer. The government, the media, politicians, big business, the police, and virtually anything written or printed online. Children don't even know what a handshake is. This country's headed towards a civil war, and I hope to God I'm wrong. But when I look at the hatred and the lack of almost all decency, I am saddened beyond what I thought ever was possible. Our country, the USA, used to band together when faced with obstacles. Not now, not today. There is hatred and a total lack of trust, and certainly no respect. What I compa- when I compare my country of today with Costa Rica, it's like night and day. Yes, I was basically robbed and my money stolen, but what I saw and still see, one of our daughters still lives in Costa Rica with our two grandsons, is respect for each other and a love for the country among the Ticos and the Ticas. And I believe that most Costa Ricans trust their government and that they will never encounter the type of chaos, madness, and hatred that happens daily in the United States. Will I return to Costa Rica? Yes, you can count on it. Even with all of its wants and warts and problems, excuse me, I see more happiness and more beauty in Costa Rica than in any other country. Is there a comparison? Not in the least. My dreams are still of Costa Rica, and thank God for the times and years we did have there. Thanks to all of you for reading, and I thank my friend for being so candid, so honest, and a lot of people feel that way about the USA. And that's why so many people are moving to Costa Rica. So, in any event, I wanted to share this with you: the good, the bad, and the ugly. A lot of bad things happened to my friend, but he still has a positive attitude. He always has had a very, very good attitude about life. And I think when living in Costa Rica or even visiting for a couple weeks, really makes you understand that there is a paradise. Pura Vida, thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.